0: We are sponsored by Raise Energy. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com, Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout and you'll receive a generous discount. Welcome to the Hodge Pods Podcast. I'm your host as always, D. Hodge, but you guys already know that on Instagram and Twitter at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. Go ahead and get all this out of the way. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You're going to get a podcast every Monday and Wednesday whenever the podcast goes up. And if you would, if you do enjoy this, hit the five-star review and write a little review, please. It helps us grow on the podcasting charts. If you're listening on like Spotify, iHeartRadio, places like that, just hit the add button and there should be a little feedback there as well. Now that that's out of the way, hope you guys had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, it was cold here. I think it got down to like 30 degrees, and it doesn't do that in Mississippi very often. So it was a cold, cold Christmas. And rainy Christmas. It rained all day. It rained on and off Christmas Eve and then all day uh and then all night long, and then most—I mean, eighty-five percent of the day <clears throat> on Christmas Day. So, I hope you guys celebrated with family, social distance. Um, I hope COVID was able to uh, stay away for for at least a few a few hours and let you celebrate uh, very safely. Um, I know we didn't have—we're not—we're not having anything this year. It's just me and people in my house, my little circle that we see every single day, and. Mom's side, dad's side, we're not doing anything. No one's coming down. No one's going anywhere. It's all safe and here. And that's what I preferred. And everybody else preferred it as well. So, last, this is the last podcast of 2020. So, last week we did the top 10 video games of the decade. And this year, <clears throat> I got a little frog in my throat or something, man. Um, this episode was going to be the top 10 albums and songs of the decade, but I kind of figured that was a little hard. Um, because for me, video games are different because I only play certain video games once they come out. I'm not an avid gamer. Every time a game comes out, I play it. It's not me. Um, so, but for me, music is way differently, and I think it's way hard, and especially for, um, Everybody that's in the music industry, and so um Brooklyn joined me today uh, when we recorded this, but it's going out today. So she joins me today, and we talk our top five albums of 2020, our top five songs of 2020, and we also throw in, for some reason, we just start talking about movies. I don't really know how that happened. I think maybe I brought it up, I was like, what's your favorite movie of all time? And it just transfers it. So it's another two, two and a half hour long podcast. Got you guys good for the last episode of the year. Stay tuned for the first episode of the year, which goes up on January 4th. You guys are not going to miss this. I was going to put it up for the holidays, but due to our scheduling conflicts, me and the guest for next week, we were not able to uh recorded early enough for me to make that announcement in my own booklet here and for me for my own podcast so it's just going to go up a week uh, uh give or take a week and a half later um so that's a good one but today right now it is the top five songs top five albums of the year 2020 with my good friend Returning guest, now an HBP alumni, for Glenn, right here, right now.
1: Hey, guys, this is Kent Blazey. I've written songs
0: like If Tomorrow Never Comes and Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up for Garth Brooks and Getting You Home for Chris Young. And thanks for listening to the HodgePodge podcast.
1: Um, I love doing it, and um, I have a new record coming out called Authentic on September 22nd, look for that. And also
0: tell that someone that you love just what you're thinking of if tomorrow never comes. Thank you. Hey, what's going on? Hello, how are you? Good, how are you?
1: Good.
0: Good. Thanks for joining me again.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I have literally been uh, i I've been going over these lists. It's been, it, it's hard. I know to to make a top five, but I'm I think I'm confident in my list.
0: I was going to do the top ten of the decade, but that
1: okay.
0: I couldn't do oh, that wow. at all. Like, I, I it wasn't even it wasn't like. It, it it couldn't have so I was like, Let's I'm gonna do a year because I did last year. I did the right. year last year. And I was like, Well twenty twenty, okay. you know, I had one of my good yeah. YouTube friends on here that plays video games and we're both big video yeah. game players and we did games of the decade and that was so hard. And we talked for like yeah. three hours just well, we don't know what we can do here because if we have to do that. So I was like, Let's just do the year. Well, microphone fell off
1: yeah (laughs) um oh we love that
0: yeah it's um it's, it's crazy how because 2020 is just a year and music hasn't really been out this year
1: right yeah that's what I was there were a lot of times that I was like that I I had thought of and and then I went and looked them up and it was like oh 2019 and I was like why did this not why was this released in 2019 and I feel like I just heard about it like this summer of 2020. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, there, there were some, (laughs) there were some albums like that as well. That were like 2019. I didn't listen to to 2020 and I'm like, that doesn't count.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I know it's man. It's, it's hard, but, and it's also hard for me to compare genres too, because Mm -hmm. like, because I'm a songwriter and so, I have a hard time with that because, like, if I, you know what I mean, like the, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just hard to compare I vocal, melody, writing. I get it. Yeah.
0: But before we start, I have a bone to pick with you, Brooke.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: You told me to get the book where the crawdads sing, right? Yes. Where the dads lay, fart, poop, what, whatever it's called. Did you get oh. it? You know, I didn't pick it up. Someone picked it up for me. I was busy. I was like, hey, I need you to pick this book up. They said I would like it. It is a freaking chick flick book. No, it's not. The cover of the book and the flap says, handsome and most good looking, charming man, Charlie. And I'm like, there is no way I'm reading this. There is no way.
1: (laughs) Okay. It is not about... Okay. There's like a little bit of like, there's like a little Mm -hmm. bit of like a relationship thing, but it's like later in the book. Okay. And it's like, but the thing is, it's like, it goes in and out, right? Like the book, like the way the book, have you read it at all? Or you just were like, no, I'm not going to read this.
0: I read maybe the first chapter.
1: Okay. So in my defense, in my defense, I have had three guy friends that I have told I told them to read this book and they all three were like, this book is so good. I finished it in a day.
0: Okay. All right.
1: And like, just it's, it really is an odd. It's not, it's it's not a trick book. I swear. It's more about, it's like mystery. And to set up the end of the book, you have to know about everybody's like relationships to one another. It's kind of like, so you can figure out Mm. who did what and what happened. Okay. And the way that it's written, is so poetic that it's just, it blows your mind. Like you're just, I didn't even catch on right away because it was just so brilliantly written. And then I had to go back at the end because I was like, what? She was like, you know what I mean? Like hints were dropped along the way and you just have no idea.
0: I'll pick it back up. Okay. And I'll try to finish it. Okay. Okay.
1: Just want to let you you know that that it was a chick
0: flick book when I picked it up. I was like, oh my God, I'm reading like the notebook.
1: No. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's a terrible book, by the way. It's, I disagree. However, (laughs) however, it is literally like a thrilling book. Like, I would agree that the beginning of the book maybe could have been better, but it's like also you need all of that information to get to the end. So, but the end's worth it. Like it's so the second half of the book is so thrilling that I feel like you're not going to be able to put it down because everyone that I've spoken to about it has, has not been able to put it down.
0: Okay. I, I would trust you on this, but if there's like a sex scene that's weird in it, then uh, I'm going to come to you on that. So
1: I don't think so. I I genuinely, I don't think, I don't think Because someone told
0: me, someone told me to read The Fault in the Sky, Fault in Our Stars. They told me oh, to Fault read, Our Stars. they that's told me sad. to, they told me to read that. And like, it was a good book, but like halfway through, there was this weird sex scene in the book. And I'm like, I don't want to read that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to yeah. see that. It's, it's, it's nuts. But
1: yeah, that's, you know. That's when you just skip a few pages.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just try to ignore that it was even there. Yeah. You know, like, I understand next, what happened.
0: Fine. We were talking last time, which was what, a cup, maybe last week, week before. And we were talking yeah. about how coffee was probably just a mental state of our minds. And yeah. I started reading this book right here. And it's called The Tipping Point from Malcolm Gladwell. And he talks in the book about that, how the coffee is a mental state of mind where it's like, you don't need coffee. And it was like, well, didn't we just have this conversation? And then he goes into how, you know, you go about your day and you forget about being tired. But once you either see the word yawn, hear somebody yawn or see someone yawn, your mind automatically snaps a finger and is like, Oh, I have to yawn because I forgot I'm tired. And it was like, Whoa, it's, it's fascinating. It it really is.
1: That is fascinating. When I was in, when I was in college there, someone I remember we were in the library studying and someone was going around doing a study about that where they would like, we just like read on a piece of paper, like about yawning. And then it was like, we had to like circle whether or not we yawned like at the end yeah. of this like study or whatever they were doing. It was, I think it was like a psychology study or something, but yeah crazy
0: yeah he mentions in the book he says yawn like 12 times and he's like i bet you yawned at least twice because your brain didn't stimulate it the first time but once you see it the second time third time fourth time and repetitive you're going to automatically yawn and i'm just like if i had the smartness that this malcolm gladwell guy had i would be set for life
1: right that's i've i've been trying to stop myself from yawning for the past minute so Hey, it's cool.
0: (laughs) You know, we're not professional here. You've realized that. So go ahead, yawn, cough, whatever.
1: (laughs) I'm not tired though. I'm fine.
0: I know it was a late night for me. It was a late night for me last night. It was, we had to record a couple of, somebody came to me last night. They were like, Hey, I want to do the podcast, but I only have 1230 at night. And I'm like, Well, what do I do in this situation? Because it was the guy from, have you ever (laughs) seen a Christmas story? Yeah. You know, the the bully that the guy with the glasses beats up him. I had him on last night. He was like, I only have 1230 at night. So like went to like two o'clock in the morning. I go to bed, have to get up at six, (laughs) take my sister to high school, come there, do this. And I'm just like, I am just in this mental state of don't fall asleep. Let's keep this interesting because if I fall asleep, it's going to be the end of my podcasting career.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That sounds like so intense. But like, good that you're getting no. all this stuff done. However, sleep is also very important.
0: Yeah. It's uh, so do you have your any- sister
1: still going to school? Yeah, she's in high school. like in person
0: yes they are have to wear mask all the time they have to stay six feet apart it's it's weird because they have her going from like my mom works so i always have to pick her up so i'm just trying to keep all these times in my head without writing them down it's like tuesdays and thursdays i know are her long days so i know i can schedule a later podcast and then Monday through Wednesday or something like that is like her short day. So it's like, can't get anything done on those days, but yeah, okay. they're, they're still going. And I mean, I think wow. it's going to be, I think it's going to be closed down pretty soon because sadly our mayor of here, Wiggins just passed away from COVID-19. Yeah, we oh were, gosh, I'm sorry. it was, um, we I wasn't good friends with him but my dad was and I remember um when they said he had corona and I was like because here I don't know if we talked about this last time but here where I'm at in rural Mississippi everybody's like screw mask we need to be for stupid stupid stuff like that and I remember he was coming on there was gonna fight the governor and was like we don't need to wear a mask you understand me we don't need to wear masks and he didn't wear a mask went to his office, caught Corona, went home, gave it to his wife. She got better. He thought he was getting better. So he went to work and he got worse and he died like two, three days ago. And I remember the post that she put from his bedside. She was like, look, we said a lot of bad things about this COVID. We didn't, we were stupid. She said, but I'm telling you, you have to, this is, this is not a, just the air quote flu. This is legit. Don't know what this is. Can't fix it. And I think now, finally, we're going to get this under control here. I'm hoping this is going to open people's minds up, just yeah. just a little bit, you know.
1: It's it's so strange to me because I'm going home, you know, in like less than a week to Minnesota okay. and everything is shut down there. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm talking to my parents and like my siblings, like when I say everything is shut down, everything is <laughs> shut down except grocery stores and um like do- like the doctor, right? Like hospitals and clinics. And and I guess gas stations probably, but otherwise, you know, all restaurants, all bars, all um gyms, all like pretty much all the schools, like everything is close. Like my brother's been, my brother's been doing online learning since probably the middle of November. Mm. So yeah. And and they're thinking that it's probably going to be extended into March of next year. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, with the change of the presidency come next year and, and see how, you know, if there's any like mandates put in place or whatever,
0: you know, I don't don't like getting very presidential on the podcast or anything like that, but I did take a stand and voted for Biden just because of what has been happening. And he had more, in my opinion, had more of a strict basis. We're going to do this, 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 and this, instead of, you know, this isn't real. The government is playing with our minds. And it was just that fact. And. Yep. I remember look, let me let me tell you, I had this, I made this funny joke. Like I, I love stand-up comedy and I write jokes. And I yeah. had this joke on Facebook, and it was killing on Facebook. It, the joke was I want to put colored lights outside my house for Christmas, but I'm scared the police are gonna come and choke them. Oh my god. That that was the whole joke, and it was it was killing, man. It was murdering. My very, very, very Republican uncle, who thinks everything should be banned, everything should be Republican, came, mm. turned me into Facebook. Do you know I got a strike for that joke? And if I get two more strikes, I'll be kicked off Facebook permanently.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I was like, what in the People post porn on Facebook and get less of a hassle because it was a racial joke. No, it was called dark comedy, you dummy.
1: Yeah, it's you know, it's been it it's been a tough year. It's like you know, man, I don't even know. It's it's hard because I feel like I I don't even know what to say or what to do in so many situations. But I don't know. This year, I feel like there's so many things that have been like shifting, and and I think it's just like. I don't know. I guess it's just important for us to listen and and be as like open-minded as possible. I think that that's like one of the biggest lessons of the year is just like being open-minded, especially around like the virus, you know, because there's been people who haven't been open-minded and I mean, the virus is a virus. Like I went to school for medicine and I just have no patience to like say, like, you can't say that a virus isn't a virus because it, it is, and it exists. And it doesn't care if you believe in it or not, it will still, it's still going to affect everyone. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's nuts because when you say that this book, this Malcolm Gladwell book, he talks about that, like the rise of AIDS and how everyone was like, AIDS is fake. AIDS is fake. And then this guy, got AIDS and was upset that he got AIDS. So he we went on sleeping with every woman that he could and gave all of them AIDS to show, Hey, AIDS is real. Oh. Yeah. It, I'm like, but yeah, a virus. Come on. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping people say by February, the virus is going to mysteriously disappear because you got rid of Trump. And I'm like, so viruses can do that. You 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 are in the cell of a virus. So you know exactly what's going to happen at the exact moment. You know, it is I think it's going to dissipate smaller because of the what's going to happen. I think I don't think there's going to be a full lockdown of the United States, but I think there's going to be a whole heck of a lot more rules in place because the vaccine's yeah. what months from being away and people are like, I'm not getting the, I'm not getting the the, the COVID vaccine because they're going to put a chip in you. And I'm like, you have a phone, you have a social security number, you have a laptop, you have everything in the world, a TV, a, and you're worried about a vaccine, putting a chip.
1: Come on, man. It's right. I mean, They've actually, they've actually already, um, they already have the vaccine up in, um, Grand Forks, North Dakota, which is, uh, where some of my friends are in medical school and, um, healthcare workers are like getting the vaccine first. So I think some of my, like, I'm pretty sure like it's mandatory for them to get this vaccine since they are working around people with COVID because up in the Midwest, COVID's like so bad right now. Like Mm -hmm. our hospitals are full. And, um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, I don't really know what to think of this. I don't know what to think uh, like of of the vaccine as far as, I don't think there's going to be a chip in you, but, um, you know, normally vaccines take like years to get approved. And so, um, I think it's just like, but also we're kind of, we're in a pandemic.
0: So, and, and that's the thing. It's kind of like the flu pandemic back in like 1918, when like 50 million people died and you have a flu shot and you don't hear people complain about getting a flu shot, getting the chicken pot shot. And it's just, it's amazing to me that we now are in the age where we see this new vaccine of this new illness that has taken over the world. That is the most yeah. amazing thing because it's like, I could tell my one-year-old nephew, Hey, when you were one, you weren't allowed to go nowhere because you were going to get sick. Yeah. It's- i I was um, I was against getting the 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 vaccine at first because how fast they were talking about putting it out, but then now yes. that they went back and they're like, look, it's not going to be out to like March or April. I'm like, okay, maybe I will get the first round of it if possible, you know. But
1: yeah, yeah, I feel uh, like I still have so much research to do on it too, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm going to talk to like a bunch of my. Friends who are in medical school about it too and just get their opinion. I I think that's important to get their opinion versus mine since I'm not, you know, in school or in the medical field anymore. So
0: You gonna get their opinion? You say is is yeah. that kinda how I'm to stop opinion? What? <laughs> opinion? Opinion. Is it, you said that kinda weird. Is that how uh they're talking That's talk?
1: so funny, you're the second person that's told me that I say that weird.
0: Opinion. Yeah. Opinion. Opinion. Well, I mean, I guess if if you're like one of those people that enunciate every word, exactly how it's spelt.
1: It's like I pick and choose. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and get this. Um, So I came to you and I was like, let's do albums of the year. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, yeah, there's some jams that are out now let's do songs of the year as well so i have a bunch of honorable mentions from songs so
1: oh my gosh i do too
0: (laughs) i have a lot like i didn't even i I, i'm so ocd and anxiety-ridden that all my things have to be numbered in a list and so i'll go through and i'll write down my albums and then i'll go and i'll tally this is one this is two yes
1: (laughs) yes I literally did the same <laughs> but, thing.
0: On, but on songs, I just listed a bunch of songs and I couldn't name them. So I'm like, I'm sitting here like, which one am I going to pick first? So oh. I'm going to leave this up to you. Do you want to start with songs of the year or album of the year?
1: I feel like we, I feel like we should do album and then do song because I feel like album is more all encompassing. And I feel like some of the songs of the year are going to be coming from those albums. So, Okay i feel like that makes sense to me but i don't know whatever you think
0: no that works let's do album um let's let's go back and forth so i'm gonna start with number five you can start with whatever number you want to but i go in descending order because i think one is the biggest album just that's just how i do it
1: yes me too me too
0: okay so you want to go first you want me to start it off
1: you go first
0: okay I had a hard time with this album list. Um, So number five is Wonder from Shawn Mendes. Man, I love Shawn Mendes. I'm not one of those that's gonna fangirl out about Shawn Mendes, but I just, I have enjoyed Shawn Mendes since he first came out. And this new album shows a more maturity side of Shawn Mendes. Cause I didn't think his last album was that good because I can judge on how good an album is if I keep a number of songs because you're not going to like every okay. song on an album and that's just right what I, you're not going to keep every song on an album so yeah I wonder I mean come on then he released that documentary on Netflix to go with the album man yeah it's fantastic wonder is just fantastic
1: that's it's it's so interesting because i feel like i feel like my list is like obviously we're all a little bit biased because yep. we all prefer certain types of music over others so like i'm super interested to like hear the rest of your list because i feel like this is going to get me listening to new, maybe newer music okay. like pop music i listen to on the radio but i right. feel like i don't ever go and listen to the albums
0: no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I do, I, I'm I the same way. I'm more of a country person just because that's how I grew up. And so that's going to yeah. be, if I'm looking at pre-orders of albums, I'm going to go to country first. That's just how I am. And right, I listen to pop on the radio, but there are certain pop artists like Ed Sheeran or Shawn Mendes that I will listen to a full album in order. So that's, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's my only pop album um, so far that I've had on here, but Go
1: ahead
0: with yours. Okay. Let's see.
1: see Okay. So. Okay. So number five for me, which, okay. This was very hard because I feel like so many of these honestly tie for me because I just, I love everyone so much, but I ended up doing this order. So I'm just going to stick with it. Okay. Um, number five, I have never will, um, Ashley McBride. I think Ashley McBride came out guns blazing this year. Um, I mean, I mean, geez, One Night Standards and Martha Devine. I mean, come on with it, Ashley McBride. Like, oh my gosh. And just like, I, I remember I remember hearing Martha Devine for the first time because a friend had sent it to me and she was like, this, like, will mess you up. And she was so right. Like, it was kind of like a little Miranda Lambert vibe, except mm-hmm. it was Ashley McBride and I'm, I was here for it. And um, she's just such a, she's, I don't know, she's such a confident woman. And I just, I love that that comes across in her music. And um, I love the stories that she tells on this album. Um, Even there's a song called Shut Up Sheila. And it's just like, it's so interesting, the writing behind it, like she's such a brilliant mind. And um, Mm -hmm. I think for, for this album, it was kind of like the rock side of like the production for me, as well as like the storytelling writing on pretty much every song on this. I mean, it's just, it, it it's a brilliant record, I think. And I thought she did such a good job with it.
0: I haven't listened to much Ashley McBride besides uh, what comes on the radio. Um, I But I do think she does have this badass side of her that a lot of country artists are either afraid you have or don't have yeah. and I don't know if that makes sense but
1: yeah and her just her plan on words is just insane like in Martha Divine, it's like honor thy mother honor thy father but the bible never says a damn thing about your daddy's lover like what <laughs> I remember hearing that line and I literally just stopped everything I was doing and I was like oh Okay. Mm. Mic drop. Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see. This is hard because I'm sitting here thinking this one could have been moved down to the bottom. Like as I do this, because I know once we get off here, once we get off here, I'm going to be like, I'm so stupid because this album should have been at this Anyways, Anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with my list. I'm not going to change it. (laughs) I'm going to go with a rock from Hardy
1: okay okay
0: yeah i i was i knew of hardy because of florida georgia line right i knew that he okay. was signed to their record label or something like that and then he had that rednecker and i some along those lines and i was like eh. because once you see new people you're like he's gonna have one run and it's going to be done, you know? And so that's how I go with every new artist coming around. Just don't get too attached because he's going to be gone here pretty soon. Sure. But Hardy came out with one beer. And I remember I was like, wow. I, 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 I was shocked about how that song was. Everything changed from just, just one beer. And then I like how he goes. You're know, kind of like the old kid rhyme, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And I was like. Well, that's, that's an interesting concept. And so A Rock came out, and I was like, I didn't listen to it right away. I gave it maybe two weeks. And I was like, you know, I'm going to check it out. I have no new, nothing to listen to now, nothing new. So I'm going to listen to it. And oh, my goodness, it starts with a banger, ends with a banger. Man, it, I have one, two, three, three songs from that album that make my song of the year that album to me is fantastic that there is only one song on that album that I don't like. And that shows a lot for albums for me,
1: which, which one.
0: Um, just one second. Let me, let's see here. It is. Where are you at? Okay. Okay. I didn't, I didn't really like that one that much. Uh, it was it just had a different vibe for me. I was like, eh. But he's also yeah. a he's also a Mississippi boy, so you gotta support the Mississippi people. So
1: I love me some Hardy.
0: I love Hardy, man. He he's probably my new favorite. Um well, one of my new favorites to to rise is gonna be I cause I think it's gonna be uh soon he's gonna be as big as Morgan Wallen or as big as Luke Combs.
1: So I, I honestly, I hope so, because I you think do. Hardy's the best writer in Nashville right now.
0: I mean, I mean, we talked about how he wrote God's Country. Come on.
1: I mean. Hardy has my heart. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So my number four, for me, I'm not saying that I think this is like everybody. I, th- I feel like my list changes on, on a daily basis, so it's fine. Um, but these five are probably just, like, all within the top five for me um, all year. But um, number four, starting over Chris Stapleton, um, this could have been higher. Mm. And I think some days it is higher for me.
0: <laughs> mm, okay.
1: <laughs> um, but I absolutely – I mean, I thought Chris Stapleton did such a good job with this record. We talked about that on the last podcast, too – um i i think for me the only reason that i have other albums above this is because i find myself maybe seeking out the other albums maybe a little bit more than this but this is also fairly new right so yeah and i think that that probably has an effect and like i feel like i just need to sit with this for longer too and it will probably like and i like I love Chris Stapleton. Like he is one of my favorites. Um, but just, I mean, this is just, this is an insane record. I mean, the Whiskey Sunrise, I think is like my favorite on that record. Just the writing behind it is insane. And like we were talking about last time too, Chris Stapleton's voice just moves you in a different way. Um, and I thought he just, he just killed every single song on this record. And, um, I really, I really liked um, Maggie's song. It's hard to like listen to this record without getting super emotional. Yeah, I feel like these songs yeah. are really emotional on this record. And, but I love the authenticity of the songs, right? Like mm-hmm, just the mm-hmm. truth in these songs, like the hard truth. Like, speak it because these are, the, people are living this. And, um, I mean, Devil always made me think twice, like, ugh. Come on with
0: it. Yeah. I'm not going to say nothing about Chris Deviter right now because he's going to come up on my list. So I'm just going to keep it for me, right? I'm just going to keep it because we're going to continue the conversation. I'm
1: pretty sure I know exactly where it is <laughs> on your list by the way that your face reacted Ooh, when I said it was my number
0: four. Four, I was like, oh, God. Okay. So my next three, I couldn't pick any more albums. So what I did was I went into my listening history. And these three are the three that popped up most listened to and they are in order that way. So number three is Sunday drive from Brett Eldridge. I mean, let me tell you something. My favorite artist of all time is John Mayer. And I think Brett Eldridge hit this John Mayer type vibe on this album because I love slow songs. I love sad songs that make me feel I if, an, if for me, if an album does not have a slow ballad, it's a terrible album. I know that's bad to think, but that's just how I like, I'll skip through. I'm like, okay, which songs are sad because I'm going to listen to that first. All, every time, every time. But man, that Sunday Drive from Brett Eldridge, every song on there is great. And it will make every song on there will make you tear up, even the fun upbeat songs.
1: I need to, I need to go and listen to that. I feel like I've heard a few songs off of it, but I haven't sat down and like listened to the full record.
0: Yeah. I remember he was talking, he, the song Sunday drive, he heard it. He was working at a, as a receptionist, I think. And he heard the song and was like, Whoa, I'm going to record that someday. And like years later, it finally fit an album he was doing and Sunday drive. Yeah. Just, just Sunday drive. That's all I'm going to say Sunday drive that, it should be called a hundred percent but it's called sunday drive so
1: huh okay i'm gonna go, i'm gonna listen to that because i'm interested
0: it's it, it, um, it's great it really is
1: well that's that's awesome i love i love brett eldridge i've seen him play a few times live and he's he's fantastic
0: and his christmas album i'm not much for christmas music but I could listen to some Brett Odra's Christmas.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love, I love seeing what people do with Christmas songs. I really, I actually, I have some honorable mentions um, Christmas music edition because I just needed, I needed to get it in there. Okay. Um, So number three for me, um, this is number three for me because of how much I have listened to it. Um, But I think like, as far as, Like we talked about, you know, Chris Stapleton's album just came out. So that's why these were hard for me to actually put in order. But as far as listening goes, I have listened to this album so much within the last few months. Because this one is also like sort of new. Um, But it's Folklore by Taylor Swift. And now let me preface this by saying... I'm not like a big like Swifty fan, but I admire Taylor Swift so much as a businesswoman, as a songwriter, um, as an entertainer. I think she's such an inspiration. I mean, I grew up with Taylor Swift and she, of course, along with Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert, like she was such a big part of of what I saw as country music when I was young and I just thought that she went above and she always goes above and beyond. And I think she's one of the most brilliant songwriters ever. And I don't think that this is her best writing that she's ever done. Um, I don't think that this is her best album she's ever done, but it's on my list because I think that I feel in my gut. And like, when I'm listening to this album, I feel like Taylor Swift finally found her vocal niche in this album and in this style of writing and I was like, wow, this feels so good coming from her. Because okay. um, you, I feel like we've never heard this laid back Taylor Swift before. And I'm here for it. Like I, I absolutely, this is, I think my favorite like sound, I guess, from her. Not my favorite writing, but my favorite sound from her. Um, but saying that, Taylor Swift has set so many standards as far as writing goes and brilliance goes. And I think sometimes her brilliance even just kind of like. Goes right over my head because she's just she just writes so such clever lyrics. Um, but I mean, there's there's a few songs that I could go without, obviously, as as there sometimes are on albums. But just there's just a lot of amazing songs on here, and I think my favorite songs on the album are like not traditionally like maybe everyone else's favorite songs. Like I love there's a song about it's called illicit affairs. And like, I love, I love that song. Um, or like mad woman. It talks about, she talks about like, what is, you know, like you, like a, a man created the mad woman, right? Like what a shame she went mad, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's just like, it's, I feel like she's like sticking up for herself as a woman or whatever. And how maybe men say, oh, well, she was crazy or da 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 da, And she's mm-hmm. like, well, what was your part in like playing you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so yeah i don't know i thought i thought that the album was really well pieced together it was probably my favorite sound from her um so yeah
0: Is folklore is that the one she just put out or the one she put out a couple months ago
1: a couple months ago i haven't listened to the full evermore yet um but so far what I've heard of Evermore, I don't like it as much as I like Folklore. So I feel like Evermore should have probably maybe been released before Folklore and then I would have liked Evermore better. But, and I've been talking to my friends about that too. Like, I mean, Taylor Swift will never put anything out that I'm just gonna like veto. I'm gonna listen to everything she puts out because she, I just think she's brilliant. And, um, but I think Folklore stronger.
0: I used to have this beef with Taylor Swift for a while because she got country music and then she left, went to pop. And I remember before I got into the podcast and understood just exactly how the business worked, it was kind of, she's disrespectful, so she doesn't need to be listened to at all. But as I've progressed and as I matured and learned, she did a great thing for country music because People that enjoy her pop stuff are going to go back and listen to the old Taylor Swift, which was country, yeah. and then they're going to be like, "Oh, I enjoy that sound." Related artists mm-hmm. are Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Kelsey Ballerini, etc. And so now I have this different, vast respect, even though I don't really listen to Taylor Swift a lot. Um, but I mean, she had Bon Iver on the on the album so i'm guessing that's a win for for that i mean
1: exile's insane i listen to it over and over again it's bon, so good
0: bon iver is one of those underrated bands for me in my opinion but
1: taylor swift knows talent like i think she genuinely knows talent and mm. i'm so glad that she included that and she she just knows what should be pieced together where mm. and and who needs to fit on what and she just yeah, I don't know. She just does such a good job creating music mm-hmm. that I'm here for, I'm here for it all. She can just keep 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 it coming.
0: Um You're going to be sh- I think you're going to be shocked by my next one because Okay. It doesn't fit in this realm of albums at all. Like and it's it is Eminem's music to be murdered by Oh. I am such an Eminem. I, I am a, I'm not a hip-hop fan per se. There are certain artists of hip-hop genre or rap that I will listen to every time they put something yeah. out. And Eminem yeah. is one of those, and he is the one that turned me on to hip-hop. And so, music to be murdered by is not his best album. But I do think he went back to the Slim Shady style of rapping. He left the pop crap that he was trying to do with revival and then the stuff he tried to bring in for kamikaze, he mixed it together for music to be murdered by it absolutely murdered the music in the album. I I just like, he has this song stepdad and it's about how his stepdad used to beat him and he didn't do nothing about it. And in his imagination, he took aluminum bat and just beat the shit out of him and it killed him yeah. in his dream. And I'm just like, that is there's only one person that can do this and it's the guy that rhymed orange with boring and that's eminem right but
1: oh my gosh i need to go i need to go listen to that i love i i love eminem i just feel like i don't ever seek out like i said earlier like i don't really seek out albums by that aren't country really
0: yeah And a lot of people hate on Eminem because he considered the goat of hip hop, which I I I don't listen to. I don't listen to hip hop enough to 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 have and voice my opinion. So I'm just going off of he is my hip favorite of all time in hip hop. Um -hmm. but I just I just think this album was overlooked in twenty twenty because it was a surprise album. It was just like Friday, hey, here's a new album, and you're like, oh my you're freaking out. You're like, Eminem's got a new album out, let's see what it sounds like. And then the pandemic hit and then it was like, looked up. I think in my honest opinion, it was looked down upon because of that. And the kamikaze last year was a bigger album because of it. But I just think this album is better than the one he just put out or the one he put out last year. And, but it's weird because he does it in like two different acts. Like it's like act one is this type of sound. Act two is this type of sound. And I enjoy the second act more than the first act but okay yeah i i just yeah i'm I'm just an eminent fan i i yeah I, it's just i i know that does not fit it's probably shocking that does not fit any of these albums or songs that i have
1: but i don't think it needs to fit like it's that's okay. why it's so like um that's why it's albums of the year and like what you know it's going to be different for you than it is for me you know yeah mm-hmm. That's why I think it's cool to be doing this and to be like sharing what we think because now I have music that I'm going to go listen to for the rest of today and the rest of the week because well for
0: me well for me it was I was raised on just country music because when I was growing up my household was everything else besides country and gospel is devil music Like that's just, that's just how it was portrayed because you can't listen to Aerosmith because they supposedly talk about the demon inside of you without listening to the lyrics. They just hear the song. And it's, it was the same Mm -hmm. thing with everything like three, six mafia. I remember when they came up, my mom was freaking out. They have six, six, six in their name. You're not to listen to that. And I just remember sneaking over, not sneaking. I was going over to my cousins and sneaking, listening to music with her. And she taught me a lot about, there's more music out there than just country. Like, she brought me into cleaning up my closet from Eminem. She brought me into, like, the punk rock side of Good Charlotte and Nickelback. Yeah. And it was yeah. – and that was – That that that's ultimately what changed me was, okay, I'm going to listen to country, but I'm going to change my roots here, and I'm going to go – you know, it's just – Cause I would find it boring for a lot of people that don't listen to country music for us to have all country albums on one list.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and like, and it's probably not going to be like that, you know? Yeah. We, as you know, as we have seen for both of us, like there's, I don't know. I, I like that we can take into account other genres, but I just like, I don't, I create music. So some, it like, it's hard for me to be listening to every single new album that comes, comes out, you know? Yeah. But I, but I love this. Like, I love this so much because now I get to go listen to music that I maybe wouldn't have,
0: I wouldn't have searched
1: for. Me too. So, okay. So my number two, my number two is an album that I have probably listened to the most this year. However... It has also been out longer, I think, I believe, than the rest of the albums on my list. Um, It's number two only because my number one album is just like tops everything. However, this one is the most listened to um, for me. And that's why I have it as number two. Um, But it's Nightfall by Little Big Town. I...
0: Oh man, that one is good. I forgot about that one.
1: It, um, this was my quarantine record that I listened to. Um, I feel like I remember hearing someone tell me, Hey Brooke, you really need to listen to the new little big town record. I think you'd really like it. I don't really know that I've ever listened to a full little big town record and I like little big town. I don't have any, I I just never listened to their records mm-hmm. um full all the way through. And so this was when you know when everything shut down in March like I started running again and so I'd listen to people's records when I was on my runs like this one blew me away. It blew me away. I almost every single I don't even know that I would throw any of these songs away to be honest with you mm-hmm. and that is why I was so impressed. Every single song takes you somewhere new. Which I absolutely love, I thought that production was absolutely perfect on this record. Um, I thought the combination of songs and just how how it was constructed was so brilliant and and also, just like the title Nightfall and the way that you feel when you listen to it and and the way I feel like they really highlighted a more soulful kind almost like a little bit like blues approach Mm -hmm. to this record and i think that this is their this is so perfect from them like they did such a good job i mean wine beer and whiskey brilliant song i love it the horn section in it like just insane um forever and a night is one of the most beautiful romantic songs i've ever heard like it's just it's just gorgeous sugarcoat is so mm. it's, it's like a, a devastating i mean it's devastating and it's and it's beautiful and um yeah i just i'm so impressed with this record i could i listened to it in my car straight through and there's very yeah. few albums i feel like for me that i can just listen to straight through
0: you know little big town is that for me i didn't listen to every album because every song that they put out besides girl crush has just been like a quote-unquote summer jam, and then yes. so I listened to uh, one before Nightfall, and they had a bunch of ballads on there, and I was like, "Oh, I, I enjoyed this." And so yeah. then when Nightfall came out, I was just flipping through, and yes, Sugarcoat was just whoa. It was just whoa. I-, I think I it's just like I think I will listen to every Little Big Town album that comes afterwards, just because. Of the progression that they can do, because I enjoy hearing Philip and all the others sing besides just Karen Fairchild. You know, which not a pro- not to me, Karen Fairchild's a great singer; she could sing. But I enjoy yeah. hearing each other. Like, okay, let's see what the vocal realm they can take besides Karen. And that's that's what I enjoy the most about Little Big Town. But I, I agree. I forgot about that album. I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind. Like, not even for a second.
1: Um, have you listened to "Forever in a Night"?
0: Because so. I'm pretty
1: sure Philip Philip sings on that sings lead on that one, and it's yes his voice is so blue, like just the soul in his voice, you just want to like melt into it.
0: And that's the thing; he could have become the lead singer of that, and, and it would have been just as big. Like you, you, th- they would have been just as big because it's. It, I think his voice is just as good as Karen's from from a yeah. male's perspective, you know.
1: Yeah, I think, I think um, th- this album is really cool because I think quite a few songs have mix it up, like who's leading, mm. which I think is super cool. I'm, I'm like here for that.
0: Mm. I love that. Hey. Before okay. We go, before, before we do our number ones, here's what I want to do. Let's trade off okay. honorable mentions. What could have been okay. number one. All right. I, I'll do two and then you do two, and then we'll switch back and forth. So okay. on my honorable mentions, this is going to be a hated, hated, hated honorable mention because they're like, it should have made it in your top five. And that is what you see ain't what you get from Luke Combs. I, okay. in my honest opinion, thought his first album was way better than this one. Because I think mm-hmm. at this point of his career, he was so giant and he was just like, I have to get songs out quickly. Yeah. And I think... It, not taking that away from him, but I think that was kind of holding me back a little bit. Like, Oh, I'm excited to listen to this new Luke Combs album, but it's not as good it, for me. It has more cheesy country vibe to it than, than the original, than, than the, um, this one's for you. That's just my yeah. honest opinion.
1: I would agree. I love Luke Combs, but I would agree.
0: And then next on there is Southside from Sam Hunt is one my, my honorable mentions. And I'll tell you why. I will tell you why.
1: Oh, I forgot about him.
0: I will tell you why. Because oh. every song on Southside is amazing. You, you're going to like, this is the jam. But I feel like that song was an EP. And I don't consider an EP to be an album because right. when Sam Hunt put all of the singles out, I think he put like six or seven singles out before the album. Yeah. He put all seven of those songs that we already knew from three years ago on the album and just put four new ones. And I'm oh, like, Oh yeah. That, that, that is what took it down a notch for me where it was like, this album is good, but I don't consider it an album because we knew seven of the 12 songs already on the album and we were only getting four new ones. So that's why in my opinion, because if, let's say if Brad Paisley was to put out a new song and he has that new song, no I am beer. I know the song, so once it comes on the album to save time, I'm going to skip it because I know what it sounds like. I know it's good. I already know it. And for me, it took like 20 minutes to listen to the new Sam record because I'm skipping through "Body Like a Back Road" or
1: "Right
0: uh, Drinking Drinking Too Much" or whatever it may be. And that's why it's on honorable mentions and not on my top five.
1: I that's interesting that you say that because i honestly think that country music or just like music in general is moving that way like if you look people like even morgan wallen look at morgan wallen like he's dropping singles he's not dropping Mm -hmm. albums you know what i mean like that's kind of i feel like the direction of country music that's where i feel like i've been instructed to like drop singles and then drop an ep with everything kind of bundled together um just because people listen to that more because people like you and me, we're going to go in and listen to the albums, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't, Mm -hmm. they will just hear what they hear on the radio and then they'll go try to find it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, and even I find myself doing that with some, you know, if people drop an EP, but I just really, I will forget about the other songs and not listen to them. I mean, I do, I am like an album listener. I do like doing that. Um, But some people, a lot of people don't. And yeah. so I think they're the whole dropping singles and then eventually dropping a full album or EP or whatever it is. And then just like having that under the same collection of songs is like the new direction in music, but who I, knows, maybe that'll change. I, I know
0: I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I, I'm fine with people just dropping singles because I mean, freaking Morgan Wallen has a 30 album, 30 track album coming out next month. Yes. And I'm like 30 tracks. So let's see if they're, Three and a half minutes a piece. It's going to take me almost two hours to listen to an album when yep. – You know what? I can get done in two hours, and it's just make the album ten tracks and be done with it. You know, or if he's wow. just going to drop singles, like I, I I, love what Blake Shelton does. He drops singles, and then we'll get a collection of number one hits, put them on album, and put those new the new yep. singles on it. I, I enjoy what he does for that But I know. I agree. I just – I was just expecting more from Sam Hunt because I think I think it was so we were so ready for a new Sam Hunt album and when he just came out with just four songs plus what he released before for me it was a bummer because I was like
1: come on
0: because
1: he is such a brilliant songwriter mm -hmm. and artist like Mm -hmm. he really does such a great job I can't Um, believe I forgot about that record
0: I you know, I, I know if the album is good if I own it on vinyl, and I oh, well, own it yeah. on vinyl, and so it's like, it's good, but it, it's like, you know, I, I was bummed out when it came out, but now I just have to learn to deal with it.
1: Yeah, I remember, I remember listening to it um, also during, during quarantine, and, and um, I was very impressed. I was very, very impressed with him. Production, mm. everything, writing, mm. I loved it. So I can't believe I forgot about that and I'm just going to apologize to Sam Hunt. Um
0: Yeah, because, because he's, he's listening, huh? Yeah, that. yeah. Really. Like he's listening.
1: You never know. All right. Um,
0: give me two of your honorable mentions and then I go back and get two and then you give two if you got them.
1: Okay. So I have um I only have three honorable mentions. Okay, that's fine. Um I would say, so my first honorable mention is um, Lemonade Stand by Neil Towns. Um, Oh, man.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that one. Man, that's a good one, too. uh,
1: So good. Um, I just, she was someone that I didn't really pay attention to at first. Mm -hmm. And then I heard about her song. um,
0: Somebody's Daughter.
1: What is it? Um, nope, Jersey, Jersey on, the wall. on the wall. Jersey on the wall, and that one messed me up. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. so it's insane. Mm-hmm. And someone, somebody's daughter is is a great song. Everybody loves that song. It's a great song. Um, but also, you know, I, she, I just thought that the writing was really good. Um, I just thought it was a beautiful record i i just thought it was really well done i really enjoy most of the songs on that record i don't really skip over any um she's not like my favorite female voice in country music i wouldn't say um but her writing is so good and i just i thought it was such a well done record that i i it had to be mentioned you know yeah so that's uh, that's one. Um, my second one is um, "Sex Tapes" by Fletcher. And I have
0: no clue who that is.
1: <laughs> so she's okay. So she's pop. Okay. Um, she. I'm trying to think of what the song is called that you would know. Um, let me look it up. Um, so she released this record during quarantine she was quarantined with her ex-girlfriend um and so she released this um this series of songs um on this album called the sex tapes but ex in sex is like in parentheses to like I, highlight that it's about her ex
0: i'm looking up fletcher uh, right now i'm trying to see if i know anything oh i'm
1: drunk i wish i could get a little on drunk so i could call you five in the morning you don't
0: I don't think so.
1: No? Okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I don't think so. That's okay. Um, I I I fell in love with Fletcher this year. Um, I've also been writing with more um like pop people. Not okay. that my music is pop because it's not, but I've been writing with more pop writers um because they're like they're, the their play on lyrics and melody is just insane and i think fletcher is a great example i think fletcher's melodies of her songs are just insane they're insane and i and i love her writing she um there's one song that's like one of my favorite songs um ever mm-hmm. on this on this album and it's called bitter okay and it's literally about like how you like when you break up with someone it's like well i already know you're with someone else and that like it's pretty like the hook of the song is, can she taste me now? I'm bitter. Like when you kiss your new person, like, can she taste me now? I'm bitter because maybe the person like.
0: That's interesting. Mess
1: with you. Whatever. But yeah, this is like, that's my like pop um, obsession right now is Fletcher. I've been, I've been like listening to her on repeat lately. Um, I just, her, her songs are just, she's just brilliant. And she's also super unapologetic about like being herself and being confident. And I, I'm here for all of that. So.
0: All right. Well, I, I'll match you three and I'll give you one more. Give me your last okay. one. Honorable um, mention. My
1: last one is um, my gift um, by Carrie Underwood. It's her Christmas, Christmas album, album that she released in September. Um, I feel like Christmas albums don't count with, they, with these because so much of a Christmas album is also like covers. Yeah. However, Carrie wrote a few of the songs on the album and um, has a few like new songs, like by other writers um, on okay. the album, which I really love. And I just thought it was really well done. She even like has her son come in on some of her uh, songs, which I think is like absolutely adorable, just the way that she completed and put together this Christmas album, especially when she wasn't even able to be with her producer because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they, they killed this record. I think Carrie was made to do a Christmas record. And I think it's one of the best Christmas records I've ever heard. So I'm, I'm very, I'm so happy for her. I thought it was so well done. And just, she just released a live like concert on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful. She's just, she's a stunning human being in every way. I, I just love
0: her. Man, L- let me rattle some of these off and I'll actually pick the one I want to do. Cause I, I'm, I'm, I have funeral from little Wayne. I've got, oh man, I've got live at the Ryman from Justin Moore. And then
1: oh.
0: the one I'm going to pick, which I think is going to be another surprise is going to be letter to you from Bruce Springsteen. I love Bruce Springsteen so much, so much. And I actually went for Bruce Springsteen for Halloween with my cousin, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, But um, I just think Bruce Springsteen has this raspiness and he, I I tried reading his book and his book is hard as fuck to read because he's using like thus and thou. And it's like, I don't understand it, but I think, bruce springsteen because his last couple of albums just haven't been good and it's like it's like any person from the 70s and 80s that come up with a new album and it's just okay because you're used to hearing to the old stuff but i think i think bruce springsteen the boss hits home with this new with this new album so
1: interesting i'm gonna have to go it.
0: all right now to the number one spot For the albums of the year and then we'll move on to the songs i want you to guess what my number one's gonna be
1: uh chris stapleton's record nope didn't make my list what
0: no i'm joking that's number one starting over chris stapleton
1: oh my gosh i was gonna say i was like (laughs) what
0: (laughs) yeah no i mean come on i mean i know all you gotta say come period on period, Chris Stapleton. That's there's he's got a song on that album, and it's called "You Should Probably Leave." And oh uh, my goodness, and it's I love the turnaround because he's like, "Okay, you're trying to kiss me, but I think you should probably leave." And then he keeps going, and he's yeah. like, "Fine, I'm gonna give in, but we're gonna kiss." And then you're gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna leave," and I'm just like, "Man, I yeah. was," and then. Maggie song. We've done talked about that last podcast. That's hard to listen to, but it's, it's still fantastic. You know, I, found, I found a hidden gem in that song. If you go to Maggie song and you listen to the final verse where he talks about burying her on the Hill, you can actually yeah. hear Chris Stapleton crying in the session when he's singing, he's crying and it's amazing. Like not amazing. He's crying. It's just like, he wrote this song years ago. And it still gets to him, and that was that 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 was that, that was something beautiful to hear.
1: I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it because I literally was just listening to the record yesterday too. Yeah, I, but I I wasn't like full focused though yeah. on it. You know what I mean? I was doing it's just
0: else. it's just every song Chris Stapleton puts out is fantastic. Yeah, my favorite Chris Stapleton song is always gonna be either way. I mean man but he's
1: just insane. He ugh, I love him. Like I'm so happy that that's your number 1. That makes that, me so happy. Why is that? Cuz I just think I I just I love that you appreciate him and his writing because I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes people don't get recognized for their writing and also for mm-hmm. their voices. Like Chris Stapleton has an insane insane voice and that is what does it for me usually is like the voice like honestly Chris Stapleton could probably sing anything and I would just fall over and and it, it, his voice just moves me and there's very few voices that genuinely move me and his is one of them and so I just think everything he creates is just brilliant but on top of that he's one of the most brilliant songwriters as well mm. and you're just like multi-talented how do you top that
0: you know you know he performed on one of the country music awards they had this this year, and he did "Starting Over," and he did it broken down with an acoustic, and his wife Morgan joined him in on harmonies. Oh my goodness! I was crying so hard. I was like, "This is so, it's just beautiful, man." I don't cry about a lot of stuff, but music gets me, man. Music just him gets and Morgan
1: me. is one of the best sounds.
0: Oh man, ever. I wish they would just do a whole duet album, which I don't. I don't know if they would. But man, you talk about fantastic! That would <laughs> be such a good album, man. Too. But all right, oh. you're number one. All right. I, I, I'm assuming this is going to be country music, so give me a hint, and I'll try to guess yours.
1: It's it's something that it's an album we've already talked about.
0: Well, that that gives me a lot of hints. What's what's the artist what's the letter the artist starts with?
1: I can't tell you. You're gonna guess can't. it right away. Really? Yep. Was
0: it on my list? Yep. Oh it was. Hardy. Is that yep. right? Hardy. A rock. Yep. I, I kinda figured Hardy, because yep. I, I remember how, how much we both love Hardy, so I kinda figured, but i just wow you played that poker face really well when i mentioned mine was hardy you played that poker face really well because i was like you you were like yeah it's a good album wow okay all right
1: because i didn't want to give it away okay
0: well i wouldn't have remembered anyways
1: i i um i don't even i don't even know what to say hardy Mm -hmm. just does it for me i i i'm so i'm I don't really know what he could have done better. This album is insane. I listen to it over and over and over again. Even the really redneck songs, like I don't, like I come from like a red. I come from a redneck family, but I'm not super redneck. Like me
0: too.
1: Me I'm, too. I'm pretty evenly like city, country girl. Like I'm, I'm both. Because let me tell you what, growing up in Minnesota, like I know it's not the South, but like I grew up hunting. And sort of going fishing. I hated fishing, but like I still would go, um, but you know what I mean? Like we, I grew up four wheeling, dirt biking. We have Rangers and snowmobiles and you know all that stuff. Like I had a cabin that didn't have a bathroom. So we had to go outside. Like, you know what I mean? So like we grew up the same, even though we grew up in the north. Like it's that you still can grow up in the country. Man, let me tell you um, something.
0: Using the bathroom outside for me, because I don't squat when I pee. But that is the hardest thing you'll ever have to do in your goddamn life. Cause you're like, all right, I don't wanna get it nowhere on me. So I'm gonna strip yep. and I'm just gonna put my legs out as far as possible and I'm gonna hang onto this tree branch. I'm gonna see what okay. happens. Imagine
1: yeah. that. Imagine that in like 15 degree weather. Okay? Oh,
0: I, I, I can't imagine it. it. It's freaking cold today. It's like 30 degrees here and I'm like dying over here. So.
1: Yep. I'm like so excited to go home to Minnesota to like negative a million degrees. <laughs> gonna be fun but anyway um yeah a rock is so amazing for me um give heaven some hell yeah (laughs) in in, insanity a rock though just uh, that i don't really cry at songs very often like when i'm listening to songs i don't Mm -hmm. often cry and that is one song that it's not even that sad but it just does it for me because it just I don't know I think it brings a life perspective that this year hits so close to home yeah it's a life um, cycle it's it's yeah
0: it's it's like yeah I mean yeah 2020 when you when you mentioned that yeah it's like look next week my child could be doing this and the next week we could put, put him on a headstone you know what I mean right? it's, yeah it's, no.
1: it's it's like devastatingly true and and I, and I love it, and I think it, he'd uh, only Hardy could literally take a word such as rock and write an insane song about it, you know?
0: Yeah, and my favorites on that album, I, I have them written down here, which would be like, Hate Your Hometown. That one to me was like, okay, you're gonna hate your home, then it come back to me. Like, I, I enjoyed that, and then right. obviously, Broke Boy, because I grew up broke. Well, I, I say that, but we kind of grew up in a middle class and then sometimes we'd phase yeah. down to how we're gonna pay this sure. week you know it it hit perspective to yeah. me because like a broke boy how are you gonna fall in love with someone that doesn't have nothing and it was just whoa <laughs> you know it was like okay here we go
1: i really liked um so close to with yeah Ashton craft, like, craft. oh my gosh Man. i don't even know i did not even know who that was before i don't that either song. Wow, their voices together are insane, mm-hmm. and the song is just—the song is perfect. It's just so good. I—I, I, I'm so impressed. I just this—this this record is just—it's phenomenal. It's, it's eleven fantastic. out of ten.
0: Yeah, hey, you can't do that because that's not a such thing. Don't get me started on that. Don't get me started. Now you can do it eleven out of eleven, but not eleven out of ten. That's not—that's <laughs> like somebody that says I'm a hundred and fifty percent. No, you're not. You're a hundred percent. No, you're not. You're I mean, hundred
1: percent.
0: Like I hated in school getting like hundred and fives, hundred and tens, because like
1: because of extra credit.
0: Because you can't put it in. You can't put it in like a grade book. Oh, because well, it goes to a hundred, and you're like, "Well, did my ten points just disappear? or Are you going to put it on something else?" It was just, just give me a hundred, <laughs> and that's it. You know, whatever.
1: Just give me hundred. Uh, I was all about the hundred and five percent. I was like, give me all the extra credit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep bumping. I'm gonna get an A plus plus plus.
0: So were you a bad student or a good student?
1: Well, I was a good student.
0: You Make good grades.
1: Yeah, four, I was like above a four GPA.
0: Okay, that's cool. I was too. Yeah. And just making sure. I tried
1: really hard. Oh yeah, that's amazing.
0: All right, let's see. Do songs of the year now. I have right. literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> I have like eleven on here, and I'm like, I can't pick. <laughs> I All
1: did right. not know we were allowed to have that many, otherwise I maybe would have too, but I have to, I have, I have again I have three honorable mentions again, so
0: you'd have as many as you want. Oh, you want but
1: you know what? you, you know What's what that? I did? Hmm. I like sort of cheated, okay, but I didn't. Well, yeah, I sort of cheated, but I don't care.
0: It can't be <laughs> one of your songs. If that's how you say it's you not. cheated. Okay. All right. No. Well, How did you cheat then?
1: You'll find out. Okay.
0: All right. I went first last round. You go first.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So number five um, for me, this is how I cheated. I picked two songs by the same artist that were both on the same record. That's fine. Um, for di- for different reasons. Um, so, number five, I have Martha Divine and One Night Standards by Ashley McBride because they're just, they're different. They're so different, but the writing in both of them are just insane. Production's insane. Um, they're both really awesome live songs, mm-hmm. which I have so much respect for. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I think her writing just punches you in the face and I just love it and like Martha Devine's like a I'm you know I'm gonna get back at my my the, you know the girl that my dad's cheating on my mom with and you know gonna kill her and bury her or whatever and like the music video is hilarious and the song is just so it's just so Miranda Lambert brings me back to my childhood and I love it and she's just she's such a baddie like she just I, I don't know. She's insane. It's, and then one night standards. The writing is crazy.
0: It's the modern day kerosene. From Miranda. Yes.
1: I know. It's. I'm like just like banging my head to it. I'm here for all of it. You know.
0: I, so. I enjoy. I enjoy one night standards better than Martha Divine because I. Th- I understand where she was coming from because it was kind of like. That's the night the lights went out in Georgia from Reba a little bit just with a kerosene type of 2020 twist for me. Yeah. And I think. One Night Standards was taken into a different realm where she's like, hey, we're just, just One Night Standards. We're just going to sleep together, which they've done a lot. But I just think it was how she wrote it and how – I don't know. I, I don't really know. It, she, she is just something else. And, and, and I really yeah. – even though I haven't listened to her a lot, and I'm going to have to go listen to her album, um, but, yeah, she, she's, she's just something different. That I enjoy, I don't, I just don't know what it is yet.
1: Yeah, she brought the one night stand into like a she just she approached it differently, and I'm yeah, it just is so impressive.
0: It's just a rookie. <laughs> All right, All right. <laughs> Let's see. I, I'm go I'm going through my list here, and I'm marking stuff off that we've already talked about. Um, I'm gonna put. Okay, I know what I'm going to put, because this song was big, giant before it was even released, and it's going to be Forever After All from Luke Combs, because that song was so giant on TikTok, and everybody knew the song, and the song wasn't even released, and everybody's like, Luke Combs, put it out, put it out. He's like, no, you're going to wait, you're going to wait, you're going to wait. Get that much more anticipation, so yeah, I, I, I have to put Forever for that reason, it was just so big before it was even released. Just just the 30 yeah. second course. And I was like, All right, now we gotta hear another beautiful crazy. Here we go. Gonna make right. my mom, my sister go crazy. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Luke Holmes go. does that.
0: Yes, he does.
1: That's awesome. Um, okay. Right, my number my number four is A Little Bit Yours by JP Sachs. Um oh, dude this song is just jp Sachs is one of the, again one of the most brilliant songwriters that i was introduced to this year um which it might sound crazy that i didn't really know a lot about him before this year but i am like now obsessed with him he just is such a good writer and the song a little bit yours is about how when you like end a relationship and it's like, you're not mine anymore, but I'm still a little bit yours because I still am in love with you and I'm trying to get past it. And it's just the devastation behind that time in your life when you do split from someone, but your heart is still with them, but they're already moving on. And like, that is just, that is such a hard thing. And I think we can all, we can all like identify with that. Mm to a certain extent and and the song is just so brilliantly written and like of course jp Sachs like thought of writing about it and like he just did it so beautifully and um that's like one of my top songs honestly for the year that i've like listened to just over and over and over again on repeat so and his voice is just butter i mean yeah
0: yeah it just (laughs) you'll play it for a piece of bread then it'll just melt it
1: oh yeah oh it's it's just so good the writing's so good yeah
0: I am going to cheat like you did. I'm going to put two songs from okay. the same artist for the same album. Okay.
1: I'll let it happen.
0: I think you're going to be shocked by this one as well. I was not a fan of this guy because of how he started out. And my sister was like, you have to listen and she would play it in the car and I would just get so irritated. Like, turn it off now. Listen to something everybody's going to listen to. Not this crap. But... I fell in love with the new Harry Styles album, which I couldn't put because it came out in 2019. And it's... Okay. The first one is Falling, which, I mean, come on. Such a sad, great song. And then you've got the Watermelon Sugar jam that's on the radio right now. I mean... Watermelon Sugar! Huh? I'm just like, come on, oh, man. And that, that's the jam. That, that to me, that that's the it's jam. The jam. Yeah, it's, yeah, so yeah, I cheated there with... Falling because it's a sensitive Harry Styles. And I didn't like One Direction when they came out. But I think if you could look past him being in a boy band, then, you know.
1: Yeah. No, I, I Harry Styles has such an insane voice, too. I, I, and Watermelon Sugar High. I didn't really understand the song right away. I feel like I had to have a lot of people explain I it to me. I still don't understand it. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know that he does either, honestly. He's been interviewed about it before, and he just kind of stays quiet. So,
0: you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like "Train" with "Drops of Jupiter." What the fuck is that even about? I'm just gonna jam what? to it because I don't know what it's yeah. about. It's just a mop and it gets but, me
1: moving.
0: But what I love about it is like "Train" and Harry Styles. Harry Styles, if he doesn't know what "Watermelon Sugar" is about, then that's just bad songwriting, and he was just trying to write a jam. But like for Pat Monahan. You can ask him, hey, Pat, what is drops of Jupiter about? And he'll tell you exactly what it's about. It do not make sense, but he'll tell you what it's about. And that's what I appreciate. So, yeah, watermelon sugar yeah. falling is my number. F- oh, I, I didn't even number these. All right, that's just next on the list. That's just on the list. Because I just have, look, I mean, look at my list. I just have them all written down. I mean, it's crappy. Oh. You so, got a You gotta go a All right. I know, it's hard. Go ahead
1: okay um my number three is seven summers by morgan wallen mm. um i i like morgan wallen he's like not i i don't think i'm obsessed with him as obsessed with him as like a lot of my friends are um or well, like me you know morgan yeah sure okay <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, I thought that this I, I think that this song is really good because it's, it's, it's just a sweet it's, it's a sweet song and like I thought the perspective like where he's coming from like oh and that was seven summers ago is such a cool new way of looking at it I don't think it's a new storyline but I think it's a new way a new perspective of it and I think that that's really sweet and it's just a beautiful song I think a lot of people have absolutely loved it and I loved it I think this was a Morgan Wallen song that I could get behind um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just, I thought it, I thought it was really good. I think that I thought that that was a good choice of him putting that song out. So. Can I
0: ask you a question about that song? Because yeah. you have more experience in partying than I do. So I want to know what this is about.
1: In partying?
0: He's in partying. Yeah. You, you, you obviously drink okay. and stuff like that. So I'm not saying you do drugs, but in the song, no. seven okay. summers, he says yeah. that was seven summers of Coke seven summers ago so does that mean cocaine or what is coke just a different reference to something else have you never caught that before because i I said because i said does he say coke and then you go to the lyrics and it says that was seven summers of coke seven summers ago so i'm wondering is that cocaine or is that something else like (laughs) that's what i was asking the partier here (laughs)
1: So I don't really, I mean, I don't really, I know that Morgan Wallen parties. I don't really party. Um, well, I, was, I
0: wasn't meaning in a disrespectful way, but, but you have more experience enough, than I, I do.
1: Know. I, okay. I I don't, I don't see that in the lyrics anyway. You
0: don't see that. You don't see, let me.
1: No, I'm literally looking at it right now. Let's see. I like, it not finding it.
0: Seven summers coke let's let's see what this says yeah right here it says this is from WhiskeyRiff.com," and it says oh well, my internet's slow morgan wallen finally dropped seven summers and shocker the fans are surprised at the lyrics and that was seven summers oh okay that was seven summers a coke and southern comfort were we dumb or just younger who knows that was seven summers ago okay so I guess I just misunderstood the lyrics. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was going that was seven summers of Coke. But it says that was seven summers, a Coke and a Southern Comfort. So that, that was just that was a mistake on my end.
1: Oh, see, like the lyrics that I'm looking at right now says, and that was seven summers ago in Southern Comfort. Were we dumb or just younger? Who knows? Yeah.
0: That was supposed to be a Coke and Southern Comfort. Okay. All right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
1: Otherwise, that would, be, that would have made the song a little bit. Uh, that's
0: what I was asking. I think it would have, it would have had a little twist in there. That's why I was like, I don't understand. What does. Yeah. That's why I, I, I was like, I don't understand. I guess I could have looked it up. But, anyways.
1: That's so funny.
0: My number three is more than my hometown from Morgan Wallen. Oh, okay. I enjoyed that one more than seven summers because I just again the concept the concept of your lead she's leaving I love you but my hometown is way more important than you are which is kind of selfish in a way but I don't think I've heard that like that in a long time it's just probably colder weather from Zach
1: Brown See I just don't I like don't like the the topic of the song like. I can't love you more than my hometown. I'm just like, I, but I also, I don't have a strong connection with my hometown. Like I don't have, like I had, I never had any desire to stay in my hometown. I never. Me neither. So I, I I don't, I don't have a connection to that. So I'm just kind of just, I don't know. It's hard for me to have -hmm. a connection to that song because I wanted to leave as soon as I could. So yeah. But no, it is, I mean, yes, it, it's on, people loved it.
0: All right, up next. Okay,
1: okay um, Whiskey Sunrise by Chris Stapleton.
0: Mm. Okay, here's what I did. I had You okay. Should Probably Leave from Chris Stapleton, but since I've already talked about it, I marked it off. But you can keep it on there because I just have so many songs on here I'm going through. So as you're talking, I'm like, okay, is this as good as this, or is this as good as this, so.
1: Yeah, I, um, Whiskey Sunrise, hit me in the feels like super hard because I feel so I this song describes someone that I know so well okay and I think I connect to it in such a strong way um because of that and like um it just like listening to the song like it's it he doesn't sound super necessarily sad i don't think it was produced as like a super super sad song but when you really listen to the lyrics or like you read the lyrics when you're listening to the song it is a devastating song yep it is sad and i just love that he kind of disguised the devastation of the song in in maybe a little bit more of like uh i guess more of like an uplifting um Mm -hmm. Production, I guess. And, um, but like when you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, wow, this, I, I don't know, this this song just hits home for me. So,
0: yeah, it's kind of like Michael Jackson's Black or White because Black or White's a sad song, but he was like, what's made this upbeat? People don't think? you know, it, it's kind of what it's like because he goes, whiskey sunrise. And it's, it's just, it's just a big, yeah. long. It, it, yeah, I, I agree. Whiskey the sunrise.
1: The way that he sings Whiskey Sunrise sounds, it sounds like he's in pain, but it sounds more of like an anger pain, like the way that he sings it. And like, like he's mad at himself kind of
0: Let me tell you something about Chris Stapleton. You give me one person that's a better singer than Chris Stapleton right now. And I will send you over 100 bucks. You can't. You can't I
1: mean, you can
0: you could put, I'm talking males here. Females are different oh. because females can go into a different range than I think males can. Oh, okay. You could put Luke Combs in that category, but I think Chris Stapleton Chris could sing the crap out of Luke I, Combs. Like he could just knock I him out of the think, water.
1: Yeah. I, I think Luke Combs is insane. And like, I will defend Luke Combs to the day I die because I think it's so refreshing to have mm-hmm. a voice like such a range um, a male range in country music but yeah chris stapleton could sing any male artist under the table for sure
0: i mean he sang leanne womack a couple of weeks ago come on i mean man
1: no chris stapleton is is a gem he -hmm. is like a hidden gem he just is Mm -hmm. insane yeah
0: all right next up on mine Man, do I go Justin Bieber or do I go Eric Church?
1: Mm. I almost put Justin Bieber on my list and then I forgot about him.
0: Because I have Holy from Justin Bieber. Yeah. And I I have Stick That In Your Country song from Eric Church. So I'm trying to think which one. Man. You know what? I'm going to go with the jam. I'm going to go Holy, Justin Bieber. That's when I'm going to go. I mean. Chance the Rapper, which I don't don't really know who Chance the Rapper is, honestly. But he was on the Justin Bieber song, so
1: I guess he's big. Did it make you as happy as it made me that, like, I feel like Justin Justin is finally, like, coming clean with, like, everything? Just the truth of, like, how he grew Mm -hmm. up. Because I feel like for so long, so many people, like, hated him and was like, oh, he's such a jerk and da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, but from a young age, he was being put through. So much that we don't even we don't even know.
0: By his choice. And and this is where I struggle with this because I yes, he 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 finally was like, Look, I was a dick, I was everything in the book, but look, I've settled down, I found God, and I'm not yeah. like I was. But then he's like, But I was just put through this ringer when I was 14, and I was like, but I'm sitting here thinking, but didn't you want to be that at 14? Like, you know, it's like it'd be different if he was six and didn't really have a say so, but he's kind of maturing at 14, you know? So it's kind of like, you do have a say, so I don't want to do it or I do, but I I understand it. I I understand where you're coming from. And I understand he's like, look, I was younger. I didn't know nothing. I was just being thrown all this money from this stupid song called baby that made (laughs) nothing to do with anything. Right. And then now he settled down and he, because Justin Bieber was a chick, like a a, a chick artist, like girls loved Justin Bieber.
1: Loved. You better not see a yeah. guy
0: listening to Justin Bieber because you do that, you're going <laughs> to get picked on tremendously. But then now it's kind of like Justin Bieber is kind of the go to nowadays,
1: right? And I think, but I think like in in his defense, like yeah, he wanted like the fortune and the fame from a mm-hmm. young age. Like he wanted to be like you have to sort of want that to a certain extent if you want to be like an artist yeah. and want to tour and stuff. Um, but but I also think that the music industry is slimier and like tougher to, yeah. to be in when you're young and you don't know who you are. You haven't, I mean, when I was 14, I had no idea who I was. I mean, geez, when I was 20, I don't think I knew who I was and who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? So when you're developing, having being taken advantage of or just yeah. all the things like that people can do because he was a money maker. He made a lot of people, a lot of money, you know? So just thinking about like probably how he was taken advantage of in like the situations he was maybe put in that mm-hmm. he didn't really have a say in because he wanted to do music. I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that's hard. And like, I'm just glad that he, it just makes me so happy that he yeah. has like found God and is putting out this new music. Like he just seems happier and more joyful and it just gives me joy.
0: Well you know he put out an album this year. Way early. Yeah. Way early. And it didn't make my list because I don't really think I listened to it that much. But
1: Yeah I didn't care
0: All right. Number one spot for you.
1: All right. So I cheated again for number one spot. Oh uh, okay. But I'm but I'm not sorry about it. All right. Um from the same artist. Not gonna be a surprise. Um, but it's a rock and give heaven oh. some hell by Hardy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think a rock is. It's just
0: a, a rock is a gym hidden in a rock.
1: When you look at the title, you don't expect much from the song. And then you listen to it and you feel your life change. I
0: know.
1: Like you feel your soul shifting in your body. Like
0: have you seen the music video for that? For rock? No. Yeah. No? I I came up I don't really watch music videos, but I came upon it, I was like, hey, this is kinda cool. Let's see where they go with it. It was it was it's just as good as a song. Follows a couple. Like it follows this guy, falls in love with this girl and then they're old and he dies and it's it's sad, it's kinda like give heaven some hell. It's like, man, here we go.
1: Oh. And just like the plan words for give heaven some hell, like that is such a that is such a thing in songwriting that we do all the time where like we try to use opposites in the same line talking about the same Double thing but we try to use like up and down and like yeah like front and back or heaven and hell and oh my gosh it's mm-hmm. so good <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. I literally listened I listened to those two songs all the time and I just the writing the the, the vocals the production
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Both of them. I had I had a rock on my list. Um, but I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go with a female artist. And okay. I remember when I heard this song, I said, oh, my goodness. More Hearts Than Mine from Ingrid Andrus is going to be my number one. I mean, yeah. it was just... It was an interesting concept of, okay, you're going to come home. You're going to meet my family. Yada, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. But remember, if anything happens, you're not just breaking my heart. They fell in love with you as well, and you're breaking their heart. And it
1: was just, yeah. man,
0: it was, it, yeah, it was, yeah. wow. It's like a
1: I, good song.
0: I also had um, um, Die from a Broken Heart from Maddie and Tay, because I, I thought that was a good concept as well but I just think more hearts to mine yep. is the obvious pick there for me, for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. That is, that is really a good, such a good song. I remember covering it earlier this year and yeah. Brilliant perspective to write about. Yeah. Like how have we not thought about that before?
0: You know, I was listening to, I'm, I'm not a big, I, I'm really not a Gabby Barrett fan, but she had popped up on my, thing and i was listening to it and she has this song and she talks about mascara tears on her pillowcase and i was like yeah how like that wouldn't even cross my even though i'm not a girl but it's still like mascara tears Hmm, that's, that's an interesting concept to go about it yeah that's i,
1: so. I have i have that like i have that lyric in one of my songs it's not a the song isn't about
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: Masters, but i have i have that like in a line
0: mm-hmm.
1: in one of my songs so that's funny
0: all right look let's we, we still we still got a few we still got some time here um if you're cool with it i want to do so we just did the top five songs of the year so here's what i want to mm-hmm. do i want to do just a quick off the off the head top five of different things
1: great okay oh boy all right are you
0: down you cool? You got time?
1: Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm nervous. Okay. Here we go.
0: Top five movies of all time.
1: Oh. Come on. Do I should I say it right now? Just do I have to do it in order? No. No? Nope. Okay. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um I feel like I have a different taste than like maybe a lot of people's opinions. Um, Uh, There you go again.
0: I do too have a different opinion.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. Opinion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm Um, teasing. It's (laughs) going to be a running joke the whole time. So get used to it.
1: I am going to start. Can I start with number one? I don't care how you start. Okay, great. I'm going to start with number one because to this day, I think it's one of my favorite movies. It's not a movie that I feel like I can watch all the time. But I think it was done so well. I'm just still so impressed. American Sniper.
0: Mm, okay. I disagree. I, I, thought, I, I thought the book was way better. But anyways.
1: I've never read the book. And I'm normally a book know, person where, where I read the book.
0: I don't want to bust your bubble. But do you know that guy is a liar, Chris Kyle? Almost everything he's talked about is lies. Like, he talks about in the book where... He was in a bar, and Jesse Ventura, the wrestler, had come up to him and punched him in the face and all this stuff. Well, Jesse Ventura was like, look, that crap has never happened because the date you said I was here, I was actually here, and I have proof. So he took him to court, and Chris Kyle had gotten killed. And so Jesse Ventura was still going through with the lawsuit, was suing the book company. And then it came out that Chris Kyle did not have all the tags, did not have all the medals that he said he had won did not have this, did not have that. So it come out that he was just like this big fat liar in a book. And I was like, whoa. And then,
1: oh, because, that's
0: because then they had made like a, um, they had made a documentary about it. And was they were like, well, we're kind of upset we made this movie now because we don't know what's true and what's not
1: now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still think that they did a good job with the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. It was like, still like, a good movie. actors yeah. and actresses. Yeah, it was still
0: a good they movie. They did a
1: great job. Like, I can't even imagine how much work was put into every single scene of that mm-hmm. movie, like I, I was like, I was very, very impressed with how they, how they did that. Like the actors and the actresses just like blew my mind. All right. I think it's a great movie.
0: You're going, how are you going? One through five? Is that how you're going to yeah, go?
1: Yeah. I thought I thought would go. Yeah. Number one, just because it's been my favorite movie for a while.
0: I'll, I'll do the same. I'll go one through five as well. Yes. My number one favorite movie of all time. Get ready to laugh. Meet the parents.
1: You said this last time. I you did said that, that on the time. last time. Meet the parents. Yep, I remember. Meet
0: the parents. Okay. Meet the parents. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm just this big Ben Stiller fan. I, I love, I, I just love that movie so much.
1: For, Those movies are good. They're for some funny.
0: stupid reason, it's the chick flick. And I, and I compared, got mad at you because you recommended a chick flick, uh, a chick book. But anyways.
1: I didn't even read it. Didn't so even, even read know. it. So you don't
0: even know. No, I don't. All right, number two for you.
1: Um, number two for me is probably Bridesmaids.
0: Never seen it, Have you okay. seen it?
1: Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Maybe I, I should love review it. That it,
0: on a, maybe should I do that on a movie review or something?
1: It's a, but it's a, it's a chick, it's like a chick flick. Um, oh, okay. But it's comedy. It's okay. funny. Um, it, the whole movie is just hilarious. I could watch it a million times and still laugh at every single scene. Like, it's just great. I love it.
0: Number two for me is Step Brothers. Without a doubt, the funniest movie I have ever seen in my life.
1: I don't think it's as funny as everybody says it is.
0: It, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do, you, why do you go, of course, when I say Step Brothers? And you, you go, of course.
1: Because it's everybody's favorite comedy what? movie. Like, everyone quotes Step Brothers all the time. And I'm all like, I don't understand.
0: Oh, my god! My- it's the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. The, the absolute funniest movie I've ever seen in my life.
1: See, I just, I don't, I don't know. I've seen it a few times and I just, I don't know.
0: I can't watch it because the whole time I'll be going, Robert, like like, like, I'll, I'll be quoting the whole entire movie. Robert, better not. Like the entire
1: time.
0: I'll drop that motherfucker. And it's just the whole time I'm just sitting here going, I'm going, I'm going, you know, <laughs> that was so built funny. in 1983 by General Custard. If you like food, you better put your name on it because they will be thrown out by me. But yeah, it's the whole time and people get annoyed. People get annoyed.
1: It's just interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's as funny as everyone says it is, but maybe that's just like not my humor. I don't know. Sure. Maybe I would think it's funny now. I haven't watched it in a hot minute, so. Sure. I don't know. Um, okay. Number three for me is probably um, Just Mercy. It's like a newer oh, movie. Oh
0: goodness. It's- oh my goodness. I cried in that movie.
1: I did too.
0: Have you you read the book?
1: No, I I was watching it on a plane because I was coming from Minnesota to Nashville this past year, and um, I watched it on a plane. And of course, it's like in the middle of, you know, all everything happening with uh, uh, George Floyd and everything. And I just, oh my, I I was bawling on the plane.
0: Oh my goodness, that oh. That that movie is so underrated because I don't think it got the attention it needed.
1: It absolutely I, did not get the attention that it deserves. It was done flawlessly.
0: Oh my goodness. The book the book is even better. And and that shows a lot. Like the book is even better. Like
1: And the movie's like amazing. I've already seen it like four times and
0: Yeah. I, I um yeah. the part that got me was I really only cried at two parts of it. And that was when they were killing that one guy and they were playing amazing grace over the speakers that, yes. that got yeah. me so bad. And then when Jamie Foxx realized that he wasn't going to get out of prison and then he, you remember when he tried to assault the officers and it Oh my goodness. But the thing about the book is you think where he's singing amazing grace where they're playing it is sad in real life. The, um, I'm trying to think of his name. I got it, Brian Stevenson. I'm looking at the book right now. He talked to the guy, and Brian Stevenson sang it to him as they were electrocuting him. Instead of in the song, instead of in the movie where they play it over the speakers, the the lawyer is actually singing it to him. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man.
1: I just man. I just like can't even I don't...
0: Yeah, <sighs> that, that that movie that movie is fantastic. Man.
1: That scene just like yeah, that scene like makes me go to a different place. Like it just I don't know, it I just don't I, I don't like I don't like that and I know it's like a political thing and like mm-hmm. whatever, I just I don't like it. I it makes me yeah. so upset and I think it, it needs that needs to come to surface it needs to be more there needs to be more discussion surrounding it because it is absolutely devastating and like how amazing that they not only have a book but but that they made such a great movie. Um, I think everyone should see it. I literally, after I saw it, the first time I told everybody, I was like, y'all have to watch this. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it on Amazon prime and I like gave people my login. Cause I was like, you need to go watch this like right now because that's how good it is. And I just want everyone to be informed. Like it was,
0: it was, it was, it was fantastic. And I forget about it because it was, I've only seen it. I think I've seen it twice maybe, but I just forget about it because it's like, like you say, it's, it's underrated. Nobody talks about it
1: yeah yeah
0: but my number three on my list avengers endgame
1: uh-huh. i've never seen like any of the avengers movies I,
0: i'm just i'm just a big superhero nerd not comic book wise never read a comic book in my life but the movies for me are fantastic so i'm not gonna go in more detail you don't understand i'm not gonna bore you
1: oh, okay great <laughs> i'm sorry i don't understand Oh, you're cool. Good. Go ahead. Four. Okay. Four. I'm probably going to have to say Elf. I love Elf. Oh I could watch goodness. it a million times. I love it. I think it's so funny.
0: We just, okay. Okay. It gets I will me give, in the spirit. I will give you some leeway. We, uh, Me and my family just sat down and watched it last week because that is, okay. that is the family's favorite Christmas movie, apparently to them i i enjoy it because it's will ferrell
1: yes he's so I, funny he's funny
0: but the movie just lacks a little bit like it's just it's really you know i i like it i don't enjoy it i like it and i watch it and i laugh but it's still like come on tim allen's the santa claus beats this by a freaking mile
1: I don't know. I don't I know do. if I
0: agree. All right. But th- but that's weird because you got a Christmas movie on your top 5 of all time. That's that's weird to me. Cuz
1: I I could cuz I could watch I watch Elf like even in the middle of the year when it's not Christmas time.
0: Oh god. That 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 would that that would irritate me. Like
1: no, it just I, makes me happy.
0: No, I understand. Whatever makes you happy, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I am just I'm just going to makes leave it you through.
1: happy. Whatever makes You're you happy. You're crazy.
0: my next one is eternal sunshine of the spotless mind have you ever watched that you ever heard of it
1: no all
0: right well it's jim carrey and it's one of jim carrey's first serious roles and it's about it has um who's the chick that played in titanic wouldn't move over for leon uh kate winslet
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Kate Winslet, she, him and her had this romance going on and then you're kind of confused the whole time until the very end of it. And what it's about is Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet are together. They wind up breaking up and they can't forget about each other. They're like, Oh my God, I'm so sad. You know, like a breakup usually does. He finally sees Kate Winslet and she's like, I don't know who you are. Please leave me alone. And he's like, what is this? So what she did was she went to the specialist and got her mind zapped, got him out of her mind. And he was like, okay, I have to do the same thing. Somebody came to him and was like, you to do the same thing. He did the same thing. But as he's re- recalling the memories and they're changing it as the movie goes, he's like, no, I love her. So he's trying to go back in his memories and find her and trying to take her out of the memories to remain in the memories. Like, I know it's, I know it's, I know it's weird, but.
1: No. Wow. A
0: a lot of people call it stupid. Like if I enjoy a movie, I'm close with my family. So I'm like, Hey, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch this movie. I watched it. It's fantastic. Can you believe they all fell asleep in a Jim Carrey movie? And I was bawling really? like a baby. I'm bawling like a baby. And it was, it's fantastic. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, but it, it's not, like you said, it's not everybody's cup of tea. So.
1: Right. Yeah. Even, even like my, so like, you know, I've been thinking in the last couple of minutes, like what my number five will be. Mm-hmm. Cause are we on number five? Mm -hmm. i really don't know um so i'm just gonna say a couple that i think could all tie for me i'm gonna do
0: i'm gonna do the same thing because i'm sitting here thinking of writing down as well i'm gonna do the same thing
1: yeah um so the hunger Games series i think Mm. they did such a good job with the movie like the hunger games like the the costume changes the just everything like jennifer lawrence is absolutely insane i am obsessed with her i love her i only watched that
0: movie i've only seen the first one i remember we had to read the whole entire book series in high school and i've only seen the first one i think i've only seen the first one i don't think i've seen the other ones
1: you have to watch the other ones well then i'm gonna have to rewatch the first
0: one because i don't remember what happens
1: okay well then you're good well looks that's a good thing all right that that sounds like a great day to me (laughs) okay it's they're just so good and i feel like i can just watch them
0: but aren't they like four hours a piece no they're long Mm -hmm. like two and a half hours
1: are they i don't really know i don't remember but i have all of them on dvd so i'll like watch them from time to time because i just they're just good like they just Mm -hmm. are really well done and very entertaining and i just i thought they were really well done um another one for me would be interstellar Oh um, I'm man. I'm like a nerd and I love space and all that. I mean, I'm not like a super space nerd, but I just thought that that movie was really well done too. Yep. Yep. Ma- that's Matthew McConaughey, right?
0: Absolutely, it is.
1: Yeah. And wow. I just, I, I could watch that every that, day. I think that it's so movie, fascinating.
0: Interstellar was effing fascinating. Like,
1: fascinating.
0: Because I don't know a lot about space. I I try to learn it, but then I kind of go to sleep because I just, it's just, you know, and it's, but it was cool to see, but by the way, this movie is like three and a half hours for people that want to watch it. It's
1: it's, the longest. It's ridiculously
0: long and it doesn't have to be like, it does not have, you can do it an hour and 45, but
1: yeah.
0: And it's cool because he leaves to destroy whatever he's going to destroy in space goes in his time loop. And it's only 20 minutes for them. And it's like 20 years in real life. And he gets home and his daughter is like elderly and is dying. And he's like 40. And I'm like, this, I don't know if it's true, if the space is really like that. But if so, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah. And just how he's communicating with his daughter.
0: Man. Like, do you remember
1: that in the the books and stuff? And like he was giving her a code or something. Mm
0: -hmm. And she knew what she, yeah, she, yeah.
1: And she knew because she yeah, what yeah. she like grew up to have the same job that her dad did at the mm-hmm. when he was in space and she was still on Earth and like doing like the same job that he did at at wherever they worked. Yeah, yeah, it's just like insane.
0: Hmm. Okay, <laughs> n- name off a couple more because I'm I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, hmm.
1: Okay. Um. Mm. I've
0: got, I've got one. I've got one. Um, okay, okay. Even though the third movie, in my opinion, is the best, I'm still going to put Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of Black Pearl, the first one. Pirates fascinate me for some reason. Those movies <laughs> are fantastically done. I think. But I love I, that. I do think at World's End is the better one. But the first one, Curse of the Black Pearl, is just a classic. I mean, Johnny Depp, yeah. Orlando Bloom—what what can he ask for? It's 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 great. What,
1: what what's better? Yeah, I love that. Oh, I was also gonna say, I love for for some reason I hated Deadpool one, but Deadpool two. I cried. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. You need to go back and rewatch it. First, the second one is is stupid. The second one was terrible. The second
1: one was terrible. The second one, I literally was crying. I was like gut laughing. Like my abs hurt because I was laughing so hard.
0: All right, all right.
1: It's so funny.
0: Sure. Okay. I didn't enjoy the second one. I remember sitting in the theater and going, <sighs> and that's really? how I know a movie's bad. Like it was just the comedy wasn't there for me. The storyline was was dumb, was boring. I, I, but it is what it is. Did you They're like making the first a, one? I love the first one. The first was a classic for me. The first one was really? fantastic.
1: Really? I not like the first one. The first
0: one was fantastic. Fantastic. I just rewatched uh, it a couple of days ago. And I laughed the whole way through.
1: Maybe I'm going to have to go rewatch the first one. But I, I've seen the first one and I did not like it. I was not very impressed. Because I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's so mm-hmm. funny. He just is so funny.
0: And he's a good-looking dude. Let's not lie. Oh, my. And he's <laughs> <laughs> a good-looking dude. Let's not lie. Okay.
1: Oh, yep. <laughs>
0: um all right was that yours deadpool 2 or was that just oh you can go on another one if you want to i didn't know
1: well that's like i think that that's for the one that i was like thinking about after interstellar and the hunger games that i couldn't think of
0: all right i have many written down here because i love movies if you can't tell i do movie reviews for god's sakes um right i'm gonna put her on there have you ever saw if you ever saw her Joaquin Phoenix, he falls in love with Siri.
1: I don't think I have seen that one,
0: Well, the reason I love it is because he's a lonely guy, can't find love, has bad luck, and he falls in love with his phone. I just think that's a cool concept. And then, of course, my biggest crush, Scarlett Johansson, is the voice of Siri, so i mean come on
1: so we love that
0: hmm what'd you say
1: I said, I said so we love that
0: so we love that yeah oh god if if they would come out with you could have any celebrity voice your phone i would probably have oh man kevin hart just because he makes me laugh everything he says oh, funny. Um, Scarlett Johansson, obviously, and probably like Robert Downey Jr. or something like that. Something cool. Or Morgan Freeman.
1: Oh, Morgan Freeman, yeah. Or Matthew McConaughey. Or Ryan Reynolds, just like all of his like humor that he has, his like smart ass remarks.
0: I ran into uh, Ryan Reynolds one time. Really? Mm -hmm.
1: Like physically? Physically. Was he nice?
0: Well, anyways, let's go back to the movie things here. Um, So, no, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So, where was I at? I'm not sure where I was at, but I was walking, and I was walking towards the exit. And in the entranceway comes this guy. And I said, I have seen that guy before. It it just never, it just didn't pop in my head that that's who it was right and i said i've seen that guy somewhere and i and i've never been to this place before it was like a different state whatever i was like who is this guy i'm having freaking deja vu or something yeah and then people go i heard i heard a girl scream and they're like what's happening here and they're taking pictures and i'm like who is this guy and then i look and then I guess because I just walked past so quickly, I didn't realize who it was. And then when I went back, I was like, I'm going to figure out who this guy is. And I said, holy shit, that is Ryan Reynolds. And I remember I went up to him. I didn't take a picture. I was so scared. I was so nervous because I was like, this is Deadpool. This is freaking Ryan Reynolds. So I went to him. I was like, look, man, I just want to let you know I'm a fan. And I shook his hand. He goes, well, everyone's a fan of me. They're so nice out here. By the way, I'm not a fan of you at all. And just starts to laugh. Like, like the Ryan riddles humor. <laughs> and then he just goes, Oh, nah, no, man, that's cool. Appreciate it. And then I was, I was it. And then I left.
1: Uh, oh my gosh. It was, I don't even know what to think about that.
0: I know it was, I was like,
1: was, so it's he a strange an, encounter. was he
0: being Was like was he being an asshole or was he just joking? Because because Was he being funny? Because his humor is like mine, just sarcastic. You know right. what I mean? Like
1: sarcastic. I, yeah. I I try,
0: I try to be not sarcastic on here because on podcasts just because people don't know of how I'm coming off. But like Right. I feel we're we're, we're sort of friends through the podcast realm like this, and so you kind of can figure yeah. out my humor. You know just just yeah. how we've talked. Yes. I had so much hate on your podcast, on your episode that came out. Because, and I'll tell you, it was, some, it was something I said. You were talking about your dad and about how they were worried about how you were going to get a job, et cetera, et cetera. And I I had slightly made a joke. I don't even know if you heard me. And I was like, yeah, dad, I'm just going to go out here and prostitute. Was just a sly joke. And I got, oh my goodness. Oh. I was getting hit with emails. Hate emails. really, And I'm like, Hey, it's a joke. I, I'm joking. She obviously didn't get pissed. It's a joke.
1: I don't even know that I heard that.
0: That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh man, it was a, it's a joke. Calm down. Calm it,
1: yeah. It's nuts. Aww. It's, yeah, it's okay. Everyone. It's, cool. like, it's
0: She's not a prostitute. She's not a prostitute. I'm not a prostitute. I wouldn't it's, have her on I'm, here. Cause it's illegal.
1: <laughs> I'm a waitress. Come to come to Uncle Julio's, y'all.
0: At a stripper waitress. She's a stripper waitress that comes in, gives you your chicken wings, and ask if do chicken you want.
1: Wings and she
0: asks, do you want breast with that? And If you say yes, and you get a surprise.
1: Oh my gosh, you're gonna get hate on this one, no, too. Care.
0: But you know, I'm joking though. I don't care. No, I know. I don't care. <laughs> I All right, give me give me one or two more, and then uh, we'll we'll turn okay. the tides here.
1: Okay, um, I oh, I'm trying to think. I really love comedy, but I feel like comedy's kind of like taken a downhill turn in the
0: absolutely, list. absolutely.
1: Years, you feel that too? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I, I try, just try to like watch.
0: Because I'm, I'm with you, I try to watch comedy, and I just it throws me off like. Horror films, horror films just aren't horror anymore. I think they're stupid nowadays, but comedy is getting that and it, and it irritates me because they're trying to relive that. Yeah.
1: Like, I just feel like I haven't, like I've been so excited to go see like a new comedy in theaters or whatever, like before COVID obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's just been like, I just feel like I don't really remember any being really good. Oh, Oh, Oh. Uh, mm, I, I might say this title wrong. I don't know, but it's, it's, a, it's a movie that came out earlier this year. I did not see it in theaters. I ended up renting it um, because it was like March and everything was shut down. So movie theaters weren't open anymore. But a few of my friends had gone and seen, is it the 1975? Is that what it was called? Do you remember?
0: 1917, like the war, war movie. movie? 1917.
1: 1917, that's what it was. Um,
0: I haven't seen it. Is it any good?
1: Mm-mm. Did you see it? Oh, Mm-mm. you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, yeah, it's so good. I'm not usually into war movies. Like, I'm not,
0: <laughs> as either. American
1: Snipers, like my number one movie. LOL.
0: But, but that's um, different. But that's different because war movies are kind of the same nowadays.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, the 19, or 1917, I keep saying the, it's just 1917. Whoa. Okay. It was so good. I I watched it with my family one night, and it like everyone loved it. Everyone like this was a movie that everyone actually loved because I feel like we rented a lot of movies during mm-hmm. quarantine because my family's a movie family and we like to go out to movies like to movie theaters.
0: Yeah, we do too. Um,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So we would literally like one of the movie theaters near our house was like they sold movie theater popcorn, so we like went and picked some movie theater popcorn up and like just watched movies one night and this was one of them because a few of my friends had recommended it and it was amazing. It's, but it's, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's a war movie. Like it's not, yeah, it, it's I, not happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: <clears throat> but it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. I definitely recommend that, that you watch it. Cause it's amazing. I thought that they did a great job with it.
0: You know, I don't really brag on here, but, but I love bragging about this part for me is because I do these movie reviews, some people hit me up yeah. and they're like, hey, we want you to vote. Like, So like, I'm now a voter for like all these different movies. And so I get all these movies oh. for free. And so if you want new releases that aren't even out yet, hey, let me know which ones you want. I'll send them to you. Um, oh my gosh. But um, you so I saw the new and you're going to think I'm nuts, but okay. this is, this is, this is not on my top five, but just, I watched the new SpongeBob movie before it came out. Like it's not even out yet. And I just watched it. Um, okay. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. But on my list here, I, I'm thinking, do I go nerd or do I stay straight? Like, do I go nerdy on it or not?
1: Um, can you do both?
0: I guess so. But well, what nerd do I go? Do I go Planet of the Apes? Do I go Transformers? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
1: <laughs> Whichever one feels most authentic oh, man. to you.
0: Jurassic Park? <laughs> you know what I'm not? I'm going to go John Wick.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to go John Wick. You ever watch that?
1: Nope.
0: You like Keanu Reeves?
1: Yeah, I think so. All right.
0: Well, John Wick is John a Wick? John Wick is a shoot 'em up. up. Oh, it's a shoot 'em up action movie. Like, if you don't like okay. movies where there's a lot of talking, the these are the movies that you would like. Like this, there's like little dialogue, and the rest is just jump. Okay, so well,
1: what it is?
0: Action? I'm, I'm trying to be real quick here because I don't know how much time you have, but um. What the background of the movie is, is John Wick loses his wife to cancer. And this is, not, this, is, this is not a giveaway. So loses his wife to cancer, right? Keanu Reeves plays John Wick. He is an ex-hitman. Um, He's like an ex-hitman. Mm-hmm. And his wife gets him a Christmas present. And he gets it after she dies. And it winds up being a puppy. And someone breaks into his house, beats him up, kills his puppy, lays it in front of him, and takes his car, blows his house up. So the whole entire movie is John Wick getting payback because someone killed his effing puppy. And it leads into this giant – he gets in trouble. People are looking for him. And, like, two and three are continuations of the first one. I just who would
1: kill a puppy?
0: Terrible people, terrible oh, people. And you I actually struggle with. And you, and you actually like see that it even. happen, and that, that's the bad thing. You actually see them kill the dog, and I'm like, God. The, the people that the people that made John Wick made Deadpool one and two.
1: I don't know that I could come back from that. I can't. I can't even handle seeing like the freaking like commercials about animals in the, an, in the animal shelter. I...
0: You're talking about the Sarah McLaughlin? Yes. Did, Did you know that song's not, I... is not about that? That song was, she wrote it about one of her band members that was dying over drug overdose.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I figured <laughs> it probably wasn't about animals, but it works. It works. And it makes you sad. It does. It makes me almost like call the number every time. And then I'm like, do I have time for a dog? No. Do I want a dog? Yes. Yes, I do.
0: You have time. So Anybody that wants to do something can make
1: time. You're you're so right. I keep, yeah, I keep telling my mom that. She's like, Brooke, you don't have time for a dog. And I was like, mom, I just think that this would be a good life choice for me right now. <laughs> She's like, Brooke, I don't know. Wait. I have another one that I forgot about Mm -hmm. popular unpopular opinion fast and furious movies. I love them all.
0: Oh man. Absolutely. Whoa. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I love all the fast and furious except for Tokyo drift.
1: Yes. I was just going to say that. That was a
0: complete waste of my time. I was like, what the fuck am I watching this for? This is stupid.
1: Yeah, I don't um, love that one. All the rest, though, are, I feel like are great.
0: But I think they should have stopped at seven when Paul Walker died. I think...
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Because now they're going to space.
1: <laughs> Come, what? I, I,
0: I, they're going to space in the new Fast and Furious.
1: They're making another one? How did I not know about that?
0: You, have you seen the trailer for it? No.
1: This is, I didn't even know that they were making cr- another one. I thought it that was they were coming done.
0: we it was already coming out this summer and they pushed it back a year because of COVID this been out for probably a year. The trailer.
1: Oh my gosh. Do I live under a rock? What is wrong with me?
0: Watch it right okay, now. Okay, I need to go. Watch it right now.
1: Okay. 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 Okay.
0: Okay. Hey, let's, uh, let, let's, it? let's sync up together. I- I'll watch it as well. Like you are. And then we'll, we'll, okay. we'll get our reaction. I think fast it's fast and, and furious
1: nine.
0: Yeah. Fast and furious nine. It's been out for 10 months.
1: I live under a rock. What is wrong with me?
0: Well, I got to get past these ads first.
1: I know I was just going to say that.
0: All right. I'm, I'm here. I got I'm it sure. paused. I got it paused. Let me know when you got it going and we'll watch it together.
1: Okay. It, I'm, it's going.
0: All right.
1: Okay. My gosh, his muscles, little baby. That's so sweet. That makes my heart happy. Oh, they're sweet family. Oh. From what's coming. oh. This is Tanya I don't know if I watched the right thing. What? I don't know if I watched
0: the right thing. I don't think I did. Just type in "Fast and Furious 9 on YouTube, and it's the first thing that pops up. Okay. To restart it, and I'm gonna sync up the audio um, on my end for this, so you guys can hear the trailer too.
1: Oh, yep, this is different.
0: Yeah, it's the first. Just type in "Fast and Furious not on YouTube, and it'll be the first thing that pops up.
1: I got it. I think. Okay. I love this kit. little Brian. I daddy very special. Oh for protection.
0: You're going to have a shock at the very end and you're going to cry, I guarantee you. From excitement.
1: Oh, okay. They are so badass. I just love them. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know if I, I shouldn't have swore. I'm so sorry.
0: You can say whatever you want. Oh. could
1: you kill Oh, my gosh, I don't like her. There's nothing You turn into anger, dangerous to i it. Oh. It's good to work. that's not I know. No. No, that's, that's not impressive. Oh my gosh, I love him. Oh. Oh boy. Little brother. Oh No way.
0: Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Don't click off.
1: Hey, guys. Nice
0: clubhouse. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I'm telling you, man, this may be the best Fast and Furious movie. I mean, it looks fantastic.
1: Oh, wow. I'm excited. I, I just like a- love how their like, thing is like family and how they just all love each other and all have each other's backs. Like, I love that.
0: Yeah. It. Yeah. It. Man, it, It's it's going to be... I'm hoping. I'm hoping the trailer doesn't look better than the movie. I'm hoping.
1: Honestly, almost every single one of the Fast and Furious movies are so good. So, like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't think we'll be disappointed
0: i hope not <sighs> well look we've watched the fast and furious trailer we've talked to five albums of the year we talked to five songs of the year brooke appreciate you coming on i really do
1: thank you so much for having me this was so fun <laughs>
0: hey look um send me over your list so i because my mixer's yeah. not my, my mixer's not working or i would put the songs right. in as we talked about it and i just have to edit them in um yeah, but, great. yeah, we, we've talked almost two and a half hours again. Um, again. Hopefully, hopefully we great. can, hopefully we'll do this again sometime next year.
1: Heck yeah. I would love that.
0: All right. Appreciate it. Have a good one. I'll, I'll go ahead and let you go. Go, go, uh, good. Go, good strip go strip weight. Go strip weight. How about that?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I do work tonight, but <laughs> I, I will just be <laughs> moving chips and salsa okay. and margaritas, okay. y'all.
0: All right. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Have a good one. I appreciate <laughs> you.
1: You too. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thanks. Bye.